Good day, people. Are you on lockdown? Can you not leave your home after nine? Well, you're in luck because here's a new episode of Bagels and Kool-Aid. Um, since you can't really leave the house and do anything, I suggest that you go listen to our back catalog. I mean, we are the CNN for millennials. So all our old episodes are pretty much telling you what's going on in the world. And, you know, The Bachelor. So you can listen to all our old episodes and you'll be caught up to what's going on today. Yay. <laughs> all right. I'm just trying to add some levity to what's going on in the world right now. Anywho, here's a new episode of Bagels and Kool-Aid. Please don't leave your home unless you have to. And then come right back and wash your fucking hands. Recording live from lockdown. <laughs> live from lockdown. Doom, doom, doom. It's Friday night. And I'm feeling good. <laughs> that makes one of us. They closed <laughs> everything. <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere if I wanted to. Which is good. That's a good thing. Not a bad thing. No, so, it's not. <laughs> it's ooh, terrible. It is. I actually wanted to listen to our podcast from, was it last week? Was that last week that we talked? Or was it Yeah. Two? It was two weeks and then a, a bonus episode last week. God, these weeks are feeling freaking long. <laughs> but they I meant, are. I meant to listen to our podcast because I wanted to see what we were saying then. It's kind of nice to have this podcast because it's almost like we get to, it's like a journal. We're journaling our life. Well, we are the CNN for millennials. So true. Millennials are getting a really bad name, which I think is really just truly unfair because millennials are not the issue, in my opinion. It's the generation underneath us. Yep, speak on it. Gen Z. Yeah, Gen Z is on spring break. Um, and they are at the beaches and in the clubs <laughs> and at the bars. And people are like, oh, all the millennials are out. And I'm like, wait a second. Millennials are in their 30s and late 20s at this point. Yeah. I'm and then what's so stupid, all the bars down there are closed. So they're just wandering around Florida. And Florida without alcohol is is not that great. Well, <laughs> They can still get alcohol at the grocery store. You could do that at home. They drove all the way down there, just go to a liquor store. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, if you're on the beach, you technically can still social distance. So I don't think shutting down the beaches is the complete answer, except unless you're, like, partying on the beach which then you're definitely not six feet away from people. But Why let's, not? Let's, just let's stay home. Let's, okay, huh? so wait, let's catch everyone up where we are. It's Friday night. It's 945. 
in Atlanta, Georgia? March. I don't know the date. I don't, I don't know. Tony, I think. I don't know. 20th. <laughs> that sounds right. Georgia is not currently on lockdown. Parts of it is. Is it? South Fulton County has a curfew. You can't be out after 9 p.m. Oh, and, really? And, Don't you technically yeah. in South Fulton County? I mean, Ooh. I live in Fulton, and I'm pretty south. No, South Fulton is when you start to get nervous at the light. That's how oh. you can tell. <laughs> okay, so is South Fulton where, like, people were really, like, out at restaurants? I heard that no. popcorn was full, <laughs> and um, I heard a lot of restaurants were full. But all the popular spots in Atlanta are not in South Fulton. That's why I was so confused when they did that. Like right. Little Five Points and Buckhead. Like, none of that is South Fulton. So you're were not... people <laughs> there? Were people in Little Five Points and in Buckhead? Yes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have to go through Little Five Points to get home. And yeah, they're still out. They're still walking around like nothing's going on. You go through Little Five Points to go home? Sometimes, when I just want a scenic route. That seems like you're going the opposite way. No, from where I'm at, I go through Little Five Points and I hop on 20. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, if I'm bored. We we are getting off topic. Anyways, uh, (laughs) Georgia's not quite on lockdown. It's on somewhat lockdown, but California's on lockdown. My parents were going to work, are no longer allowed to go to work. They are Mm. stuck inside unless they're going to the doctor or the grocery store. Your father can't go? He doesn't take care of patients. He does research. So he can do all of his work from home. My dad is actually, he's a special man. He called all three of his children on Sunday night, last Sunday, to tell us each that we're not allowed to go out to restaurants or do any kind of like out socializing anymore. We're, we are on house lockdown. We were like, okay, okay. And then I call him on Monday or Tuesday and he's going to work. And I'm like, really, you're going to work? And he's like, well, I don't see that many people and I can't stay home. It's <laughs> making me crazy. I'm like, yeah, what do you think the rest of us are doing? <laughs> Going crazy. That's the answer. You do as I say. Do as I say, not as I do. He's your father. You don't have a choice. Oh, God. He made me so angry. But now, alas, <laughs> California is on full lockdown, so he is stuck at home. So you feel like you got your revenge <laughs> on your father. I mean, I'm just glad that he, because my parents are older. Like, my parents, he is 60. I'm 32. He is, um, shoot, five, six, seven, thirty. He's 67, almost 70. So he is technically like high risk, I think. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because that, well, he's a, well, he a high risk for you know getting really bad. But a misnomer is there are more people between the ages of 18 and 44 being hospitalized from this coronavirus. Everybody on the news is just saying old people, but it's more young, not young, 18 to 40. It's more of those, that age group in the hospital. I just heard that. Where did you hear that from? I don't hear anything. I read. I don't trust the news. Well, I 
read that. Okay, sorry. So I, I, I read the news online, which is a little different. <laughs> yeah, it's still the same thing. I just don't like to hear their voices. So I heard that in Italy, or I read that in Italy, it's been a lot of people who are not necessarily older who are being hospitalized. Yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of the people who are older are dying. That is the difference. Yeah. The younger yeah. people are surviving it. So going back to where we're at in the world, Italy has now surpassed China for being, for having the most infections and the highest death rate, which is that pretty is wild. Um, Italian doctors are having to make the decision of who they treat. You know, do they, do you, I was reading this thing. Do you treat the 36 year old who it doesn't have a job or do you treat the 56 year or 66 year old who's a doctor, but's retired? Mm. That, that decision, that's nasty. That is, ooh, that's bad. No one wants to be put through that. No one does, but that's where we're headed. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> it's true. They're asking nurses and doctors to come out of retirement to work. Wow. Yeah. Um, and in the U.S., we have, I don't even know what's going on in Seattle. I don't know if things have calmed down or if it's just so crazy. No one's talking about it any, anymore, but I know New York is the hot spot now and New York is um, pretty crazy. It's like over a thousand cases. I think it was like 1300 last time I read. Yeah. And I think they're on pretty strict lockdown. I think they may be on like a full lockdown. Four states are uh, Connecticut, Illinois, New York, and California are on yeah. lockdown. Yeah. It's wild, man. Yeah, it is. It's wild. It is. Wild. I just <laughs> we will be there. Yeah, because of the spring break, not just because of them, but because of that attitude. Like this, well, I'm an American. I do what I want. Shit is crazy. At work, I was speaking to one of the chaplains who is an African American man who is, um, I think that he is a pastor at a church. But he was saying that among the black community, a lot of people believe they can't get it because either they are so religious, they feel like God will protect them or <laughs> they they, for whatever reason, feel like it's a virus that doesn't affect black people. Yeah. Like, what? And that's that's the Internet. The Internet. I'm, I'm guilty of it. The Internet had black people thinking that we couldn't get it. Um, then yeah. I saw Ke I saw Kevin Durant, an all-star NBA player, and I was like, shit. <laughs> he averages 28 points a game. If he can get it, then surely I can. I got cut from the team. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think this virus, like, picks and chooses based on skin color or gender or anything like that. Finally, a virus is equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. Opportunity. If you have a comorbidity or you're an older person, you are equally screwed. No Indeed. Are black, white, or anything. <laughs> Speaking of that, I had to go. I took my mom some mask and gloves because she's over 60. 
I don't know if I can say her age because she's a woman and I know how women are about that. Anywho, she's over 60, like a lot over 16. <laughs> I'll say that. And um, I had to take her a mask and show her how to properly wear it. And, That's and good. I begged, I begged her not to leave the house, but she's not going to listen. I could tell by the look in her eyes. She's because mm. she likes to walk. She doesn't like she wants well, to get her walking. But walking is fine. It's just she needs to not be stopping and saying like talking to people and hanging out with people and going to see people like you can get yeah. out of your house and walk. Now that's, in Italy, they can't. That's not <laughs> Most European countries, they can't. She so. doesn't, I guess that's where I get it from. She's a bit of an introvert. Um, so she's not going to just start a conversation or small talk with strangers. She just keeps walking. However, she enjoys playing the lottery. So my fear is she'll go into a gas station and I, I said, Please don't. <laughs> Please don't do it. I'll play your numbers for you. Just don't yeah. do it. Now is not the time to play the lottery. No. I mean, she wins quite a bit, but not enough so I can stop working. I need her to hit the Just power tell, tell her by living she's playing the lottery, because as long as she, <laughs> her, she is winning. That's so true. So true. Yeah. And yeah. the second part of that, black people in the church thing, um, <laughs> I saw a lady on TV and she said she's not worried about anything because Jesus will protect her. I'm not here to knock anybody's religion. Obviously, I don't have one. But come on, man. Like, <laughs> come on. Not just yeah. black people, but anybody still going to church. Like, just you can do it online. You can you can take a break. God won't hate you. Yeah, I think <laughs> most churches, like most religious places have closed and they're doing it online. Well, there was one in Georgia. They refused to close, and it had 300 people there. And the state patrol had to come shut them down. Oh, whoa. Yes. State patrol. I okay, know. So all the different things that have gone online that you're like, never really thought this would be online, but now it's a thing. Every type of exercise class. Have you taken an online exercise class? My guess is no. No. <laughs> I did an online yoga class this week. It was very nice. I plan to do some online pure bar. Gotta stay in shape. I actually feel like this whole thing is for some people, they're gonna like just blow up like a balloon because they're stress eating their home. You like can't help it. But for a lot of people, <laughs> they're like, I have all this time now. I can get out and run. I can exercise. I can eat healthier. I'm not going out to eat. Like, I think this actually may be life-changing for some people. I think it'll be life-changing for everyone, but I think that it will be a positive thing for some. Only you could find a positive <laughs> in a pandemic. Okay, these are the other positives I found since you brought that up. <laughs> okay. There's no traffic, which is just <laughs> Every single day I've listened to the traffic report and they're like, and that's it because there's no one on the road. Have a great day. It is, <laughs> like, it is nice. <laughs> Which, My normal commute is uh, two hours, especially on a Friday. On a Friday, it was like two and a half. Today, I got home in like 30 minutes, 35 yeah. minutes. It's incredible. It is nice. I will say that. I agree with that. It is. I mean, I, if you know. there is anything that is great about this, it is the traffic. 
Well, that, and I think that the media, all of them, not just the Republican media, Democrat, because I know they break them down. All media is doing, a, it's a lot of scaring people. They're not saying all the people that are getting better. Mm, yeah, you know, I haven't really been watching TV, so I have, I've missed a lot of the like, oh, so-and-so has the virus, so-and-so died. Like, I just learned today of the family from New Jersey who seven people got the virus and four people died. Like, that's awful. That's tragic. And that's what yeah. makes you freaked out. I know. But there are a lot of people who are getting the virus and living. My thing is, I just want to stay on top of being educated to know, okay, like, what do I need to be doing and what do I need to expect so that I'm not laughing <laughs> corona? Well, and that, uh, oof, that comes with lead. That starts at the top. And I don't think, I think he's overwhelmed. Um, I think we're seeing now we're putting a celebrity in the White House, how bad it could be. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Because he keeps doing press conferences and he's like, he's losing his shit. Like he went off on a reporter today. The reporter said, like, what do you tell Americans who are scared? And he just went off on him like, you're a terrible reporter. You're terrible. That's a, that's a nasty question. How dare you? And the guy is just sitting there looking at him like, are you serious? <laughs> it was it wasn't funny, but it was because he was the reporter was just like, I was giving you a, like alley-oop to make people feel better. And you yeah. blew it. <laughs> I need to watch that. So, oh, it's hilarious. Here's the thing with our president. I, I personally feel that our entire government has failed us as health care workers. We have been failed. American people have been failed, yes. But as health care workers, we have, it is insane what is happening across the country, across the world, the fact that, but as, focusing in on the country, the fact that in the U.S. we are not testing people and we can't test everyone that we need to, and that we don't have the enough supplies and that we're having to ration supplies. I mean, that is insane. To people who don't work in the hospital, when you say supplies, you mean PPE, which is? Gown. Gloves, mask, goggles. So generally you walk into a room of a kid who has a presumed virus, whether it's a GI bug or a respiratory bug. And depending on what it is, you put on a gown, you put on your gloves. If it's respiratory and it's likely they'll cough and you can breathe in those germs, you wear a mask. And for COVID, we added the goggles. But hmm. because... We are worried we're going to run out, which is a legitimate concern. That would be horrible. We are using the same gear for one patient for 12 hours, and we're not wearing certain gear in other rooms. And in my opinion, healthcare workers are being put at complete risk. I don't know if you can hear Daniel. He's playing video games in the other room. Occasionally, he's yelling. He has to. Anyways, it's lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Um, my issue is the United States of America would not send our military into a war zone without gear. Like, we wouldn't do that. That is against what we believe. 
you know, we're very much a country that takes care of our military, I would say. And at least that's the impression that I get. Maybe someone in the military can tell me I'm wrong. I'm mm. not on the front lines. But in my, in, from everything I've ever seen of the military, they're pretty well um, armed. You know, exactly. They're not walking into Afghanistan and other places wearing like T-shirts and shorts. It would They're be a both. very, very short war if they did that. <laughs> so Al-Qaeda why, would win. Why is it that healthcare workers who are essentially like the workforce of this war mm. not being properly prepared? And why, do you want to hear the awful truth? Yeah, I do. I'll tell you. The awful truth is most of the PPE that you and I use comes from China. <laughs> so but, okay, we're not yeah. taking anything from them right now. <laughs> no, I know. But no, that's not even the problem. We are taking things from them. The problem is they're, they didn't make it from December until now. They just started going back into their factories. But here is my issue. Why, as a the country that we are, did we not have a government that said, you know, if there's ever a pandemic one day, like a healthcare pandemic, we should have these things in stock set aside? <laughs> because he fired them. <laughs> it, well, exactly. And so it's really interesting. When I was at work yesterday, I had a conversation with a couple of people who are very much Trump supporters, believe that he's done the right thing this whole time. And I know it's, you know, like I respect people for their different views and opinions, but how do you not admit as a healthcare worker that our government, Republicans and Democrats, everyone who has a role failed us, they failed us. That's true. I don't want to come across like Republican bashing is both of them. Yeah, it's this is not just like one side. This is this is leaders, leaders in healthcare, leaders in our government. They failed all of the healthcare workers out there and they're failing the American people. Yeah. I even think that it's irresponsible that our hospitals at each hospital didn't step back and say, you know, do we have enough gear if something ever happened? It's funny you say that because I was thinking, like, is there not like a, a surplus thing in the basement? Like, do we not? Are we not prepared for like a nuclear attack? Like, I, I assume that every hospital had like stuff just in the basement for like stuff like this. But no, they don't. <laughs> I don't think we're prepared. And I think part of it, too, is that recently in the past week in, or two weeks, you know, People have been using PPE and they've been using the hand sanitizer and they've been using all the sandy wipes way more than we ever used before. Probably the amount that we're supposed to use, let's be honest. <laughs> but we're going through it way faster than we ever have. But then also the sad reality is that people are also stealing it. Yeah. Fight or flight, man. Yeah. You can be prepared, but then if people start stealing it, but still, I'm like, we should still have a basement somewhere 
full of this kind of stuff for this time, this this occasion. And yeah, we've yeah. never thing like this, but this kind of thing has happened in other places. Like we we were ready for Ebola. Why are we not ready for this? Mm. That's my That's issue. Heavy. My issue is that our government knew about this in early January, maybe even December, and people could have planned a little better. Well, I didn't realize this. This under <laughs> the creepy door just slammed closed. They need you. Everything, everything's scary now. The government's listening. <laughs> They're gonna shut you down. <laughs> um, no, I didn't realize it was under a million hospital beds in this country. I read that this week. It's like yeah. 940,000 beds. That is unbelievable. Under a million? That's yeah. crazy. It's more people in Metro Atlanta than hospital beds in the country. Yeah, that's insane. To me. And that's the biggest problem. It's, I'm not worried about people dying from the illness. I mean, people will die, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking about the hysteria, like when all the hospitals are full. Okay, listen to this. That's a problem. So, you know, Italy's like 10 days ahead of us, two weeks to 10 days. Well, Switzerland is just behind them. And, you know, my best friend Sarah lives in Switzerland. Yes. So Sarah is pregnant, due in May. She I did not know that. Congratulations, Sarah. Oh, you didn't? I didn't tell you that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I never came up. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so Sarah called her hospital yesterday just to say, you know, like, I wanted to make sure everything's okay for when I need to deliver in May. And the hospital said, we're asking everyone to talk to their OBGYN and see if it's possible to deliver at the clinic and not the hospital. Which I was like, wait, the clinic? Is this like, you know, a doctor's room? And a clinic there is more like a um, like a birthing center. Mm. But how crazy is that where they're asking pregnant women not to come to the hospital to have babies, to make other arrangements because they they literally are running out of hospital beds. Like they don't have hospital beds and they don't have staff for all these people. Every, everything that's happening in overseas will happen here. Like that will happen here. Times 10. <laughs> times 10. Yeah, exactly. Because and that in Switzerland is, they've been testing people and they've had lockdowns and you know like they've actually it's switzerland i mean of all freaking countries in the world that's like where you want to be for this kind of thing and if there are issues then we're screwed yeah i think this time next week it'll be a whole different picture we'll see yeah because they're uh i mean i didn't know they were asking people to come out of retirement that's ooh. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and in the U.S., they just removed, um, like, basically to be, when you're a doctor or a nurse, you can only practice in certain states that you're licensed at. And then you have to renew your license every couple of years and pay the state, blah, blah, blah. Each state has its own regulations. Well, they just removed all that so that anyone can practice in any state. So that way... Like, you know, if they're 
are nurses who happen to be in Georgia, but they're from Oklahoma and they don't, you know, they're not used to usually working here. They can jump in and work. Damn. Yeah. That also, <laughs> I keep getting calls from travel nurse companies about crisis pay and they're offering like 45 to $5,000 a week for crisis pay. I'm like, hmm. That, that does is, really. Oh, <laughs> it's got me wanting to fake some documents and pretend like I have my nursing degree. Mm-hmm. Five grand. I'll mask up always for five grand. You, I've always told you you should do that simply for travel nursing. Yeah, that would. Jesus, that's a lot of money. I, I mean, know, legal, but... legal money. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, you're but... putting. You're going into a hospital and probably working without enough supplies, but. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good point. You are risking your life. If you're young and healthy, why not? Yeah. I'm glad I gave up smoking like a year and a half ago. I've thought about that. Yeah, I would be in bad shape. That's one of the reasons they think Italy has had such a high number of deaths is because they're it's such an old population and um so many people smoke and it's such like a social culture where so many people go out to eat and drink and you know they didn't put any kind of lockdowns so how long before atlanta is locked then i say a week yeah i think by this time next week it'll all be different i hope so because, it, I mean, we're already at, we're 400, no, not 400, it was 300 last time I looked, 330 cases. And this is happening so fast. <laughs> so I mean, fast. what's scary is like 300 confirmed cases. There's way more than that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's, I would say, at least over two, 3,000 people that probably have it. Yeah. But they probably just think it's the flu. And, I mean... They'll survive it, but they'll spread it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, God, I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it if we have to do this for like two months. I don't (laughs) know. (laughs) Financially, I will not. (laughs) There will be a problem. Yeah. Financially, I mean, lots of people are struggling right now. Lots. Yeah, over, what is it, 20% of U.S. workers have lost their job. 20%. It's only been a couple weeks, and then we're already at this. I just, I know that crime's going to go up. I know it is, because it always does. So it's, it's very, very uncomfortable times. Trump needs to send out those checks immediately. Yeah, what are your thoughts about all that? I think it's, uh, I mean, I'm not a fan of his, but if he's trying to win some votes, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll shut some people up for a minute. You keep I sending them checks. To, I want to sing, isn't it ironic? <laughs> <laughs> just An Alanis reference. Well yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, He's probably going to send those out by April. He's talking like $1,500, but 
if you make over $75,000 a year, you're not getting one. So yeah, he's, he's kind of isolating his half of his demo. <laughs> so I don't know if it's going to work that well for him. I mean, I feel like most of the people who are making that money probably are okay. You know, there are definitely certain families where it's like, between their mortgage and what they're paying for daycare and what they're paying on their cars, like they don't have that much extra money at the end of the month. But it's the, there's so many people who live, you know, just like, I don't know, all the people in the restaurant industry and all the people in the film industry, like all these different people who are, Suddenly, without jobs and no money. The restaurant people are doing really bad. It's so bad in Atlanta as of right now, March 20th. The mayor has said you can like buy alcohol from a restaurant and go. Like this is not a you can't. It's not an open container city. But she's like, you can go to the restaurant buy alcohol and go. That's how bad it is. I didn't hear that. Yeah, she passed it this morning. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. Our neighbors across the street, I saw them today, and they own a restaurant over by Georgia State. And they said that they decided to close the restaurant down today, you know, for the who knows how long. But that they've been trying to put it off because most of the the people who work there are single moms. And, like, really rely on the money that comes in from that restaurant. And it just Mm. makes you, it makes your heart hurt. Honestly, I keep thinking about how in the summertime we see so many kids come in with child abuse, like, from child abuse in the hospital. And how we're just going to have so many kids come in. Because, like, think of how stressful this is. This is not summer vacation. This is, like, freaking awful for parents who need to figure out working well yeah because school is out so like you have to keep buying food right (laughs) you don't know how you're feeding your children and they're supposed to be doing their schoolwork and they're going crazy and you don't even know if you have your job and if you can pay your rent or your mortgage or your bills like that's stressful yeah it's, I want to say one of the worst times, but I remember 07, 08, and 07, 08 was pretty bad. But I feel like this one is worse because there's a health component. Yeah, I feel like this is almost like scarier for everyone. Yeah, I mean, I was at the store today and I saw like 20 people with masks on just walking through a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was in China or something because you see the people in China, they do that on a regular basis. And right. I felt like I was overseas. I was just like, this is weird. Have because you, they weren't wearing the mask right. <laughs> I know. Well, someone posted today, a guy I know who works in the ER in Chicago. He was like, pisses me off so bad when I go to the grocery store and people see people wearing their N95 masks. And in the meantime, we're being told to wrap scarves around our face in the ED, which I get that. I mean, that's, like, awful. But I said to him, I was like, every time I see someone with a mask, I get annoyed. And then I tell myself, 
surely they have cancer or surely they have something where that's why they're wearing. No. <laughs> they're just scared. Have you heard about the book, um, The Eyes of Darkness? No. Okay, look it up. It was written in the 80s. Um, one of the people on the second floor told me about this. It is kind of strange, though. In the book, it's like a thriller about some woman whose son goes camping, and I don't know. But anyways, in the book, it goes into how a virus is released in the year 2020, and it's from Wuhan, China. That's like a severe respiratory illness. Um, it names Wuhan? Yes, it's really weird. I'm actually going to order the book to read it because I'm so curious and intrigued by it. But if you go read the Amazon reviews, you'll see like people are like, this is unbelievable how they predicted these things. Unbelievable or really believable? <laughs> well, so <laughs> it's funny because... Karen is the person who told me about this book and told me her conspiracy theory is that China created this virus to, um, you know, for population control to take out some of the older people. And then it got out of hand and it started spreading. And mm. the scientists who were trying to warn that it was going to get out of hand were died or she thinks they were killed. And I have to say, you know, me i'm not one who believes in conspiracy theories but well i am here <laughs> yeah look it's at also it. i will it's also weird that they introduced 5g in wuhan okay i've heard this <laughs> 5g is causing things like issues mm -hmm. which i don't mm -hmm. get well they said it, it when they first introduced it or tried to introduce it, it caused pneumonia like symptoms. And I was just like, huh, really? But why would that happen? How could 5G cause pneumonia like issues? Radiation. It's all radiation, man. We're, we're too reliant on technology. Hmm. As we sit yeah. here, phone at lung level. <laughs> well, mine isn't 5G, it's LTE at best. So I'm okay. <laughs> but shout out to Karen now, who is a listener and, and obviously a conspiracy theorist so I agree with her 100% I I mean I have to say I was I was like kind of convinced with what she was saying it, I mean <laughs> I don't know I hate to think that a country would do something like that but China does do some weird shit and <laughs> I mean, <laughs> They do have a lot of population. And, um, I apologize to all the Chinese listeners if there are any. <laughs> I'm just, I don't think it's like Chinese people in general. I think the Chinese government. There it is. Weird huh. stuff. No, nice I, love, I love a lot of the cultures that come out of Chinese practices and families. Like Panda Express. Okay. Mm no? Okay, well, I'm scared to go. I'm scared um, to go to no, it. Like, have you seen the movie, um, what is it called, The Farewell? 
No, that sounds like a, a chick flick. No, it's really not. You should watch it. It's It was nominated for several awards, and it has, um, oh, man, what's that girl's name? She has, she's a comedian. She's Chinese. Shoot, this is going to bother Aquafina? Me. Yes, it has Aquafina in it. But it's not as much of a comedy that, as you would think since she's in it. It's not really a comedy. Hmm. But I did. Well, I got nothing but time. So, yeah, yeah I'll watch it. <laughs> Seriously, as we wrap this up, what are your plans in your spare time? And let me just say I'm really jealous that you don't have a toddler running around that you have to constantly entertain. I guess the grass is always greener because – times like this i wish i had a family um, um i wish i were married with a child well, uh, well yeah i could say I'll it my germs with you and you come over here and you can live with us if you want and i'll share uh, yeah no I'm, I'm okay i'm okay i don't want to impose but um you I, I have no plans because i work at a hospital i guess i i can go to work they'll let me do that but other than that like nothing just podcasting and playing video games. That's it. I will say, for all the video gamers out there, this is your time to shine. Mm-hmm. That We've been planning for this all year. Yeah. <laughs> I just lost a game a couple minutes ago. Oh, shucks. Yeah. Oh, one more thing I want to mention before we go. Um, I think it's really shitty. I saw, like, three congresspeople uh, that are, like, dumping their stock. And I was just like, no, they did. They dumped, they sold all their stocks. Like that was point because they knew how serious and like crazy the situation was going to be. It pisses me off so bad. That's complete bullshit. And they should, they should be charged. I don't know if you can charge them, but you, it's, it's, it made me so mad when I read that article and I was just like, be arrested and go to jail and because you know that <laughs> corona is like they're really scared about it getting into jails because it would be really bad i think i heard it's like 10 times worse than if you're on a cruise and mm. they deserve to go into jail and sit and wait for corona get <laughs> <laughs> if they don't they don't yeah but it's it's bad it's bad are there were senators from georgia who were part of that. Yeah, we can't say their name because we'll get sued. But you can Google it, people, and see it, and it's it's disgusting. It is. It makes me so angry. It pisses me off. Pisses Mainly me off because I'm losing, I'm losing money every fucking day. Oh. <laughs> but you're not pulling your money out, right? No, because I love this country so much. <laughs> yeah, leave your money in. If, any, if anything, buy more stocks. I oh, did this afternoon, actually. Okay, I have to tell you about the new hottest app. It okay. better be paying us. <laughs> well, they, they might. Maybe yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if there's stock for this app. I think they're technically owned by Facebook. But it's called House Party. Have you heard of it? <laughs> no. Okay, so it's all the rage in Europe. I just learned about it today. It's basically like Snapchat meets FaceTime meets chat roulette, where we could be 
in a conversation together, but people can see that we're talking and they can jump in and then they're FaceTiming with us. And then you can play games while you're talking to each other, um, like trivia and, um, and, oh my God, charade, not charades. What is the one where you draw something and people guess it? I thought that was charades. Is no, that? you use your hands. Um, Pictionary? I don't know. I don't Whatever. know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, everyone in Europe is using it. I was talking to Sarah today, and one of her French friends jumped in on our conversation. And then Daniel was talking to her husband, and he had, like, Sarah's husband Bruno was talking to like six people today um, at a time at all times for like six hours Bruno really got his socializing in all from his apartment never had to get in contact with anyone and it's called house party called house party download it I'll um okay I'll, I'll invite you to a conversation but you don't even have to be invited you can just jump on in all I'm saying is give it like a week or two, and this is going to be all the rage here, too. Wow. Well, they're here to hear first. Yep. Good job. You're making social distancing. Oh, why is that so hard to say? Social distancing. You're making it easier for people. Good job, Colette. Thank you. Thank you. On that note, I need to go to bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go wash my hands. Great. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, we'll see you on the other side of the universe. Yeah, probably next week because I don't have shit to do. So just let me know. <laughs> okay, bye. You.